Hello everybody and welcome back to the Dream Team Tonic podcast episode number 83 on a Monday night, a late one tonight, um, so apologies in advance if there's any, uh, any snoring on set, but here we are, um, I'm Tony and as usual my co-host Benny there. I'm here mate, how are you? All good mate, and James are you there? I'm here Tony. Let's hope the uh, internet holds up this week <laughs> and... Um, and we have a an unedited version, hopefully, seeing as I'm going to be editing this very, very late at night. So we will delve straight in to the teams, mate. Um, and first up this week, Ben, top of the shot. There you go. Let's have a let's have a look at your eleven this week, mate. Let's have a ganders. All right, twenty four points. Not very good. <laughs> Ouch. Yeah. Ouch. Completely missed the goals up front this weekend. Um, I got Haaland, Nilpois, Martinelli, Nilpois, and Skamaka, Nilpois. Oof. Yeah. Ouch. Um, in midfield, I got Bowen, zero, uh, De Bruyne, zero, Foden, three, and Mount, 12 points. Um I brought him in for Alexander Arnold um, on Thursday night, yeah, and and then in defence I've got Saliba, who I brought in for Sessignon after being not playing on the weekend. Didn't even bring him on for the uh, oh, no. couple of minutes or anything. It's gutted. Brought on Oli Skip, didn't he? And then he brought on Jed Spence. Yeah. So yeah, so a bit worried about minutes for Sessignon. And I wanted to get uh, some Arsenal coverage at the back. Saliba's looking like a good pick. I'm a bit gutted he only got four points like he got must got a yellow card. But yeah, um, did. still got a clean sheet after Leeds absolutely pummeled him. Oh, we're watching that game at Unreal. <laughs> How Leeds didn't score, I have absolutely no idea. Arsenal were very lucky, weren't they? Very, very lucky. It's the first game that they've uh, lost XG this season, Arsenal. <laughs> it's not Leeds, surprising. Leeds it must have been through the roof. Goals, yeah. According to the XG. Um, Cancelo, zero points. And Emerson Palmieri, zero points. Um West Ham again conceding a, a very strange goal. Like you see that um, the referee ran or well, stood in the way of Bowen and he was about to get the ball, and then it comes to P- Perot and he scores. And Bowen's going, "Come on, you've got to stop the game. Start, yeah. like give us a free kick or something." And then on Thursday night as well, Palmieri started in that game as well in the Europa League, and they were two 0 up with like minutes to go, and then. There was a penalty given uh, yeah, was, against yeah. Ben Johnson, and it, I thought it was very uh, harsh. And he was going to the referee, VAR, VAR, and they were going, no, no, no VAR in the in the in the paint trophy, mate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's no VAR in the Conference League. Sponsors aren't paying enough for that shit. I know. So like that's cost me two. That's cost me ten points there, really. If you think yeah. about it. Uh. So, yeah, when he started at the weekend, I thought oh, I'll keep him in because I think he'll get minutes in the Europa Conference League as well. 
Yeah. Um, with West Ham being through, and he's like second choice left back, so should get minutes. Um, De Gea in goal for five points, clean sheet. That's not much going on, really. Still got one transfer left. But Could have been different, couldn't it? With West Ham, obviously they absolutely battered Southampton. Yeah. It could have been could have been a little bit different if Bowen and Skamaka had a, at least notched a goal. Skamaka could have had a hat-trick. Yeah. He was very close with a, a good three, three shots. Yeah, on another day. Um, one transfer left in that, mate. Yeah. Save it, saving that for any injuries. Yeah, look, it looks like it now. Saving it for an injury. Like I say, I was gonna. I wanted. I did want. I did look at the old uh, De Bruyne Okie Koki with Kane, mm. but it cost me two transfers. So uh, I, I bottled it, and I thought I'll save save me transfers. And then when Sissignon wasn't play, didn't get any minutes. I thought I'll get Saliba for two. Hopefully for two matches. Yeah. So, yeah, I said then four points could have been better, couldn't they? Yeah. But they was battered. They were very lucky to get away with that clean sheet, to be honest. Missed penalty, disallowed goal. Chance after chance after chance in that game. Yeah. Um, right, James. On to yours, mate. Yeah. Not not too bad, really. Uh, 52 points. Um quite reasonably happy with that it could have been better um i brought in i was going to bring in mount but um there was there was quite a lot of speculation on twitter about um whether he he was going for there was rumors he was going for a scan and all sorts of stuff (laughs) screwed me shitless (laughs) i i I can't i'd already brought mount into quite a few sides and i just thought oh i'll go saka instead um yeah (laughs) <laughs> so that cost me a few points because um, I was it was only because um, there was just a little bit of doubt there and I thought well I can't this this was on the Friday I think I made this transfers um, I just thought I can't risk it because um, I because <laughs> I used both my transfers so I did Sterling to Saka and um, Trent to Cancelo um, so you're the one that's jinxed Cancelo <laughs> <laughs> well, I thought I thought Trent was going to be out for a couple of weeks, and he bloody yeah, came on, yeah. didn't he? It's crazy. He came on for the eighty ninth minute or something. Yeah, I'm like, what's going on? <laughs> yeah, snuck five so, points, didn't he? I wouldn't have made that move if I'd known. Obviously, I thought Trent was going to be out longer, and I thought, well, this is a chance to get Cancelo, because yeah. um, obviously uh, City have been pretty good good at the back, um, and Cancelo. You know, he's been racking up the points. Um, but yeah, so th- there were my two transfers. Uh, 52 points, which I'm quite happy about. Um, Kepa, who I've got no- who I've now got in all of my sides, believe it or not, um, mainly for, for Lloris. And he's been doing blindingly for me. Mm. A star man this week, 13 points. And did you see the saves he made? Oh, my God. Uh, I was watching that first half live. It were unbelievable. He's definitely number one. If he, I can't. Surely, Potter can't rotate now. I mean, no. I, I thought he would be number one anyway. I know a lot of people were a little bit um, cautious about that, but I, I went for it. Um, yeah, and I'm happy with that. Um, yeah. So Cancelo got me zero. Nice one, Cancelo. Um, 
<laughs> I'm not too <laughs> upset about that this week, to be honest. Uh, <laughs> Simicast got me five. Cucurella got me five. Sassignon got me nothing. Um, Saka got eight. Bowen got zero. Uh, Odegaard got five. Foden, three. Kane, 13. And Haaland, zero. So 52 points. Pretty happy with that. Um, not too many City players because obviously they're blanking next. Um, so yeah. Yeah, pretty happy with 52. Uh, no transfers left, though, which is a bit of a concern. I would like to have got rid of Sessignon, but I thought I had other priorities. As it turned out, I could have made other moves, but there you go. That's the way it rolls. Yeah, it's played play well when I've seen him Sessignon as well. He's, he's unlucky not to be getting a bit more game time. Um, I'm sure he'll probably play midweek, whether that's a start for Perisic or <clears throat> whether he comes on. Well, Doherty seems to be back in favour now. Did you see um, uh, Conte's comments about Doherty saying, oh, this is the, the the player I had last season is back now. And I know they play on different sides, but Perisic yeah. can play on both. So yeah. it doesn't... I'm not saying it will affect Sessignon's ability for minutes, but I don't think it helps. No. Because um, Peritich can switch to the other side anyway. So, yeah, we'll see. Um, we'll see what happens there. But I'm stuck with him for the, till, till the next set of transfers anyway. So I'm hoping he does well. He might come good for you. On to my side. Um, 56 points this week. So not, not too bad of a week. I think that's, that's about a decent score, I think, for this week. Uh, from what I've seen knocking around. Uh, Kepper. Like I said, James, I'm not too sure how many teams I've got. I've about six or six. I probably took the punt on. And I did swap out. I think that was six or Reese's that came out for that as well, mm. uh, just for the money. And like you said, there was a bit of cautiousness about, is he number one? Is he going to be nailed? Is Mendy going to come back in? But it was a time to take the punt. Um, it was the right time. Because obviously his value is just going up, and since then, he's he scored something like thirty odd points on it since. Yeah, he's done amazingly in the last few games. Yeah, unreal, and and he basically won Chelsea that game the weekend. Unbelievable, unbelievable. So yeah, thirteen points from him. Uh, Akanji got me minus one um, in a defeat to Liverpool. Sessegnon did not play. Dao, who's who keeps ticking along quite nice actually. Eight points. Um, two more signs that I made this weekend, or Thursday night, I think, sorry, with, uh, with the price rises. Took out Odegaard and Sergio Gomez and put in Saka and Mount. Um, Saka got the eight points. Uh, De Bruyne, zero. Fordham, three points. Mount, 12 points. Didn't take long to get my uh, my lad Mason in there, did it? <laughs> What we on game week ten? He's yeah. back in there, performing well under Potter. Um, yeah, looks looks revitalised as a lad. Just in time for his first two Premier League goals of the season. That's it. Excellent. Haaland zero points. Kane thirteen points. Lovely. And Jesus zero points. We were surprised he even played. Um, yeah, brings 56 points, 613 points in total. Two transfers remaining in this side. Um, I did look at moving Sessio, but I just, no, I want to keep the two. 
I think Sassanio will probably get some minutes against United. So he's a good just, price, isn't he? Yeah, he's, he's tricky. Yeah, he it's should a tricky get price point. Other matches. Yeah, so I'm just going to sit tight with him and hold the two just in case of the injuries or you know, there's there's mm. just someone a certain Mo Salah who might start going back into people's thoughts and if his ownership starts rising, I might have to start to um, look at, look into that. And I don't, I don't want to be in a position where I'd have to take out Kane to get to Salah. Mm. I don't want to do that. If if I'm going to bring in Salah, it will be for my third striker rather than Haaland and Kane. I think because um, I know, I know there's been a lot of talk about if, if somebody's left there with one transfer, that is going to be the move that they'll be making. I think will be Kane to Salah. So, but Kane's in me, me team for the long haul thing. Just a slight um, correction on what I said. I, I did actually make the, I made my transfers on Friday, but it was at one o'clock in the morning. I was like, what? <laughs> what did I on, on Friday? And then I remembered I was up till stupid o'clock doing all 10 teams trying to get back in the game. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Busy night, Thursday night. Friday morning. Slash Friday morning. <laughs> slash Friday morning. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. So we are pretty happy with that. The podcast team's doing all right. Doing all right for a change. Right. Over to the listeners' questions. Um, and first up, Lee Hooper. A lot of talk about rivals and rivals' teams, etc. But at the moment, are we not better off focusing on our own individual teams and not worrying about who other people are having leagues? Or does that depend on whether it's a small mini-league, a big league, or a leaderboard? I'm trying hard to focus on my teams and not worry about others in any leagues at the moment as it's so early on. James? Yeah, it's too early in my opinion to be focusing on what other people are doing. Uh, play your own game. Let other people worry about each other's teams. Um, I, I don't... I used to spend hours looking up, see what everyone else was doing and stuff. I don't bother anymore. I just keep focusing on what I'm doing. I suppose... <laughs> If I if if it's really close between me and a rival, I might start tracking what they're doing and maybe do something a bit different. But yeah, I wouldn't be focusing too much on that this stage. Um, that said, if the Patreon Cup is a bit different, I would definitely be checking <laughs> checking rivals for that because um, obviously you're it's a head to head for that for that week. Um, so that's definitely where if you've got a cup game, then it's worth worth checking your rival if if you've got spare transfers that is because um you can sort of maybe mitigate against who they've got or bring somebody in a big hitter in that they haven't etc yeah do you reckon ben covered it very well james <clears throat> um yeah just concentrate on your own team try and make the right decisions and don't worry about your uh, rivals it's too early yet Keep trying to make the right moves, and you'll you'll do well. You which you are doing well anyway, aren't you, Lee? <laughs> I think yeah, Lee, every one of Lee's teams is higher than the higher than mine. He's the top moment. of all the mini leagues. Yeah. yeah, he's flying, and he's got at least four or five that are doing very very well. Um, yes, you don't have to be worrying about other people. Lee, just keep doing what you're doing, mate. <laughs> uh, you you're doing all right. You're making the right calls. Obviously, that, that shows in your, your points tally. Um, I think it'll be other people having to worry about your team later on in the season. Right, Connor. Um, 
this question was asked before the Liverpool game, but it's still valid. This one is on behalf of all my fellow Simicast owners. What are your guys' thoughts on Simicast now Robertson is back? He's a decently high price, 3.4, for a bench rotation player. So is it worthwhile to move him on? And same can be said for Sergio Gomez at 4 million. Um, as a follow-up to that, are there any players who haven't played so far this week that you guys would look to swap Gomez to as he didn't get subbed on? What do you reckon, Ben? I think Simicus is still a good hold. Um, when when uh, Robertson was fit before, he was still coming on and making a 30-minute cameo in games and he was playing in Europe and that, uh, starting in Europe. So he's still a good, good hold. Like 3.4 million... There's not many decent players around there. You could, you could maybe go to Saliba, Cucurella. Um Doherty might be uh, putting his hand up now. The way uh, Conte embraced him after the game, uh, sorry, yeah. during the game when he come off, he he looked dead happy with him. He's, and that, like you said in the comments, you said this is the Doherty that I wanted uh, back, same as last season. Yeah. Um, Aki could be a shout if he keeps playing. Like he, he's a bit similar to Simicus though, because he'll he'll be like coming off the bench and playing the odd game, especially with uh, City being through. He should play the European games at least. Uh, obviously, Dallow as well. Dallow's quite handy because he plays most games. Yeah. But, um, yeah. That's uh, that's for Simicus and with Sergio Gomez, I I definitely thinking. Be thinking about taking him out with. Uh, he'll be suspended for the game against Dortmund next week. Um, that's this this no that's next week yes yeah, next week yeah so yeah be suspended for that. You could maybe go to Kanji who seems to be playing anywhere mm. in the back four. He seems to be starting at all the games, or even Chalaba is three point eight million. Uh, and for the player to bring in. There really isn't much out there. Um, I had a look. Zinchenko, if he's back midweek, but he's 3.6 million. You probably don't want to gamble on him yet. You want to see him play a few games. So he's not in, like injury, he's a bit injury prone so far this season. Yeah. You could maybe drop down to Sessing Young. <laughs> he has <laughs> 2.4 million. So if you wanted to like put some money up, up foot, if you want to start looking at bringing in the three big hitters up front, like uh, Tony was going on about before, you could bring Sessignon in for this week if he starts midweek. Yeah. Yeah, there's not much out there, is there, to replace Gomez for this week? What do you reckon, James? Well, funny enough, I'm not quite as bullish on Simicast as Ben. Um, I think the fact that Robbo came straight back into the side against City tells me he's still firmly number one. Hmm. Um, and you got to remember at the start of the season when Simicast was coming on, it's because we had a lot of injuries, um, and there was no one. Out, and it, he is, you know, he is an attacking option, but when and when we still got injuries, but when there are pl- other players like Carvalho and uh, uh, Elliot to come on, I, I'm not, I don't, I'm not 100 percent convinced on the minutes that he will get. I'm sure he will come on, but I don't know how how often that will be. I, I would tap. I would be looking looking out for a replacement. I'm not saying you've got you've got to ship him immediately, but keep your eye out for. I think there's probably better options out there. 
Yeah. Um, uh, as far as um, uh, p- players who haven't played so far this week, I was going to say Thiago Silva, but I think he, I read that he's got like a hamstring issue at the moment. So that's definitely one to keep an eye on. He played. Sorry? He played on the weekend. Yeah, but um, I think he's got a. Um, it, since then, he's got, he's got potential hamstring problem. But so keep an eye on the injuries for that one. Did, um, he, did, he, did he go off? Did he go off, or is that since since the game? I think that was since the game. I'm not sure. I didn't watch the game. Yeah. yeah. So keep an eye on those team sheets for that one. Anyway, um, I thought Cucurella went off at half time, did he? Yeah. That's a shuffle because Villa were all over him. So I know they brought on Nazpilicueta and Koulibaly. And Koulibaly. Yeah. Silver, like... played, Silver played the full game. Mm. It looks like most of, the, most of their assets played. So you yeah. see as they did that double change at half time. <clears throat> You're struggling, struggling for a replace. You'd be, you'd be scraping the barrel to replace him this week. Mm. I think Gomez should have been gone. Last week, last Thursday, um, I think that was the time to get rid with, he only had um, the Liverpool game, obviously, then the blank, and then they were a Premier League game at the weekend, who is against, who City got this weekend. Mm. Can't think off the top of my head. They got a Premier League game, and then Gomez were then suspended for... Brighton. So they got Brighton. So you had the Liverpool game, the Brighton game, and he was suspended for the Dortmund game. So in yeah. the next, in the two weeks, he, he were only possibly playing Brighton, Liverpool. Liverpool were always going to score. That's what I thought anyway. So he only left the Brighton game. So I got him out of all my teams. Now you're better off waiting for a better option for the Thursday evening. There is one other player that um, I don't believe started at the weekend, which what? was uh, Kurt Zuma. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> if if you're desperate to 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 fill that gap, um, he he only had a cold, so um, I would expect him to be back soon. But West Ham don't look overly solid, although they were like um like Ben said earlier, they were unlucky to. To, to lose that clean sheet because um because of the, the ref getting in the way of the of of Bowen so um and they've got Liverpool next so <laughs> proceed with caution but I <laughs> I think he might be back so um that is one you could look at but you're scraping the barrel there like Tony said yeah yeah you're better off waiting now Connor um Simicus as well just 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 to add to the Simicus uh, debate is. If Robertson obviously he's been been out for a little while, so maybe he's only going to be 70, 80 minutes. And obviously, it's a, bit, a little bit different against City once we get kept on the pitch. But maybe they're going to manage his minutes a little bit better against some of the lesser sides. Yeah, you might Poss- have a point there. Yeah, possibly. But like I yeah. say, Robertson is number one. He's going to be playing ninety-eight percent of them Sim- games. Simicus has only missed two games this season. He's played in every every other game. Mm. Like I said, a lot like, of the defence has been out. With these five points you get for just making one-minute appearances and Liverpool being one of the top sides, look like they're back on track now. Yeah. So uh, it, I, I just don't think there's much, like there's bigger things to 
to think about at the minute for me anyway. It's yeah. a it's a big result for Liverpool and it does yeah. uh, shake things up a little bit because for confidence wise it's massive uh, clean sheet as well. Gomez be absolutely buzzing after that uh, good performance for him. Milner were unbelievable at right back, <laughs> unbelievable yeah. um, for his age and if, yeah, I mean, you could go on and on. But confidence wise, it's great from. Uh, obviously, they need to follow that up against West Ham, uh, so that'll be an interesting one. Then, if they do a bit of a number on West Ham, um, beat them and beat them comfortably, I think then we we we're going to start sitting up and taking notice again then. Um, it's Forest so, after yeah. that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, and, and Leeds. It would be a scary time not to have uh, Salah. It would be behind the sofa stuff that. Mm. Um, but yeah, one to, one to watch. Right, Gazzy's right on. It's been on. Any advice for players who aren't flying high, please? Obviously, budget not as good as the leaders. Had a great season last year. Sitting late teens early 20s in my league. Frustrated, similar to James. Cheers. <laughs> so, James, you got some advice? Yeah, don't give up, basically, um, is my first piece of advice. Keep plugging away. Uh, if you're trying to gain ground on your on your rivals, you might need to get some differential players, but get them in before they do, obviously. Um, so, you know, for example, like I was saying, I brought Kepper in, and he's been he's got me hatfuls of points. Yeah. Top scoring keeper. Um, in the last three or four games, I think. Um, you know, Mason Mount, players like that that were lowly owned, if you get on them quicker than everyone else, you'll get those nice price price rises. You'll close the gap. You'll close in, in terms of points and price. So just keep going, mate. Um, everyone has a bad season from now and, now and, now and again. <laughs> it's true, mate. Ben? Yeah, completely agree. Just just keep making the right decisions, um, picking the players you think will score the points. Don't go up and pick anyone like outrageous, you think, for a punt because it's going to come back and bite you on the arse. Just pick the players that get the points every week, your consistent ones, season after season. Then your team will start picking up points, mate, definitely. Yeah, you got to have them players in that just plod on and pick up all, all, all them steady steady amount of points the the the, the, the steady players like you your De Bruyne's your Canes Sal obviously Haaland is a, a shoe in and then you and then you've had that with a sprinkling of differentials foreign players um, dipping and out at the right times like Kepa being a really good example of snatching 30 odd points from from nowhere, really. I think he's outscored a lot, not just keepers, but a lot of the top midfielders and, and forwards in the last few weeks. So they're the opportunities that, that propel you up the table. Um, they're the ones that you have to get right. But you need to have that uh, that core, that core of uh, top dream team players in your side to begin with. Don't be taking too many risks, especially this early. We're only 10 game weeks in. Um, don't get don't get too frustrated. Don't get down. A lot can change in just two or three game weeks. So keep cracking on, mate. Right, Aman. This is one for you. This James is the win over City. Does that mean Liverpool are back, or is it another false dawn? 
It might do. Um, Klopp's changed tweak the formation. Salah's playing more centrally. Um, we looked great defensively. Um, possibly partly due because Trent wasn't, they weren't pinging balls behind Trent every five seconds. <laughs> um, Gomez was outstanding. Virgil van Dijk was back to his best. Allison was Allison. Amazing assist, by the way. Uh, <laughs> Salah. And even Milner had a stonking game. Um, Nunes didn't look too good when he came on. Um, Jota's now now injured, um, so we might we might see that central role for Salah in that more central role going forward, given some of the injuries as well. Um, but you know, if, if the question for me is what happens when Trent comes comes back in, because I know. I mean, he's fantastic going forwards, um, and and Klopp clearly loves him and wants to defend defend him. Um, if you hear him in the press conferences, he's always, uh, you know, keep uh, defending, saying Trent can defend, etc. Even if he doesn't actually believe that, that's what he's saying. Um, so, yeah, I, I I hope it's I hope it is um, not a false dawn, am I? Man? Um, well, well, I guess we'll see. I'm, I'm still taking a watching brief on this one. I'd like to see how we set up against West Ham, um, and take it from there. I, I wouldn't mind seeing Trent in a right, you know, sort of the right side of midfield, and and keep keep Gomez in the centre. I don't know if Milner can play a whole season at right back though. That's the only problem. We've we haven't got many options there at the moment. The, that youngster's still having a few teething problems with ish, with injuries and stuff that we've got um so yeah i'm gonna keep an eye on that one but i'm hoping it's not a false dawn how young is that lad if he's still teething my, my kids were teething <laughs> there, three-year-old <laughs> pretty, pretty young I, I can't remember 17 18 i think <laughs> yeah well yeah what do you reckon ben not got an opinion. I'd I'd have a I'd have sat cop even after that performance. <laughs> no, I reckon James. Sat cop. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just see him scre- screaming at lines in his ear. I'm not even going to entertain that question. We did that one. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to ask you, Tony, what you thought of Klopp this week. <laughs> no, I mean, he's. Yeah, I don't like the guy. Honestly, he's he's bad. He's bad for the game. He's horrible. <laughs> he's, he's, he's just. He's I, honestly, I can't bear him. I, yeah. he, he, I, he's. I mean, that image. Have you seen that image of him screaming into the linesman's face? I mean that is exact. That image just says it all. He's he's yeah horrible. Horrible is a good word. You want City to win the title every single year, do you? Oh, of course you do. You're a City fan. No, um, no, 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 no. <laughs> no, no. Um, someone's uh, got someone's got to um, beat City now and again to uh, <laughs> make the league interesting. <laughs> yeah, Arsenal are doing it all right. Yeah, but they, <laughs> well, yeah, I just, I just, I don't. He's just such a sore loser. He's a, he's a, he's a very bitter man. There's something, something going on. Whether, I don't know. Whether he's, he's come home and found someone sleeping with his missus or something. He's just angry about... Um, what was it this week? City have spent more money than us. 
I mean, it's it's just it's embarrassing. It's like Klopp is is moaning about City having so much money and oil money and all this stuff, and there's the, 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 the rumblings now about Newcastle and stuff having all that money. The thing is, what about the likes of I don't know who's in the league? Bur- Burnley were in there last year. What about Burnley's budget compared to Liverpool? Oh, they've got all that money to spend. They've only got that money to spend. Is it not the same thing? Some people have more money. It's how you spend it, isn't it? They, you spent all that money on Nunes. City got Haaland. <laughs> hey, I tell you what, touching on, Nunes, touching on Nunes anyway. We'll touch on, how did he not score that ball? Oh, I know. He, he had a shocker. He played terribly. Um, <laughs> he sh- there was a couple of times when he should have passed. Um <sighs> Yeah, he, he he didn't look good when he came on. Um, no, he didn't play well. I mean, coming into a game like that, though, that's why he didn't start. He's still he's still young. He's not ready for uh, the big games just Is yet. He's still teething. <laughs> <laughs> They're all teething. No, yeah, it was. I mean, if I were a salad owner, I'd, be, I'd probably rip it telly off off wall. I mean, that were horrendous. That a square ball. I mean, Salah probably buried that two 0 Job done. Yeah. That's probably what upset Klopp so much. He only got a five a five as well, Sally. He didn't get a seven rating. Mm. Yeah. The, re- the reason Klopp got so upset was because Bernardo Silva was being a little shit. Um, <laughs> uh, you know, shirt pulling, um, el- elbowing. I'm surprised the ref didn't spot that. It was, it was plain. And that's why Klopp's got so irate. I know, but the linesmen weren't elbowing him, the shirt pulling. <laughs> it was right in front of the bloody linesman, wasn't it? They should have picked it up. Not even, yeah. VAR didn't even look at it. Well, they won't, will they, I suppose, unless it's a, a red card or something. But yeah, yeah. No, the, the ref the ref totally missed that. And that's why Klopp was having a, having a massive uh, paddy, paddy on the, on, the, uh, on the touchline. Well, if there's one good thing come from this weekend, we don't have to watch him on the touchline next week, next during this week, sorry. <laughs> so, Moisey will be there on his own, won't he? There was quite a few naughty tackles that got let go, weren't there? There was. Yeah. The, uh, the, referee, the referee said that said before the game to the to the managers, oh, we're, we're going to let try and let the game go. And then, obviously, when there's a little pull on, a, on a, um, Fabinho, when City scored, it, it put, pulled yeah. it back and said it was a foul. Yeah, you could go along all bling day doing that though. Oh, it's yeah, just pull it, pull it, pull it. They don't do it during a match unless it's a goal. Strange. Yeah, yeah it is. We have di- digressed a little bit. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, Klopp. Just don't. <laughs> yeah, don't like the geezer. Don't like the geezer. Right, Balzbestos. <laughs> The recent rhetoric around defences being that big at the back is dead. However, this weekend, Liverpool, Chelsea, Arsenal, Spurs and United all kept clean sheets. And along with that, Trent, Robbo, Chilwell are all coming back to fitness. Some of these clubs have good fixture runs coming up. Should we be starting to reconsider some of the fantasy royalty that have fallen out of favour, particularly if we are behind our rivals? Really good question. Ben, what do you reckon, mate? Big at the back. It's... uh... It's a scary one, really. Like, how are you gonna get the money to get get the big at the back if you've got all the money in midfield and 
up front now. Like, obviously, uh, if you ain't got Cancelo, then I don't know what you're doing. Because every week he's banging the points in. Um, Trent's a good option, but when you can get Foden for 5.9 million, it's the same price. It's a tricky uh, tricky decision, isn't it? I, I'd probably more siding towards Foden at the moment, the way he's playing. Yeah. But Trent can go and get 15 pointer with a clean sheet and a goal and an assist. You know what I mean? Again, especially with Forrest coming up. So, yeah. it could be a good differential. Yeah. James? Um, I Well, I, I've i switched to, to three at the back in on most of my teams because the, the, there weren't many defensive points. But I'm thinking four at the back could be an option again. Um, <clears throat> and Chilton, you know, I've, Chilwell's not ridiculously expensive. Neither's Robbo. I mean, Trent's lost a lot of value. Um, I think uh, I think there could be some merit in um, in get in moving in some of the heavy hitters back in. But uh, um, I, I, something I've been looking at. I, I brought uh, Chilwell into a few teams because uh, if he, I mean, if he plays, we, we've seen how explosive he can be. Yeah, they're going to need with. With Je- with Reese James out, they're going to need some attacking potential from from the wings. So I think Chelway could be a really good option. Yeah, probably come from the left hand side as well, won't it? Seeing as I mean, on the right hand side, I know Sterling played there, didn't he? Um, yeah, Sterling went and switched to the right oh. in the last game. Yeah, previously he was, he was struggling there. Yeah, they put they put targeting down that side, weren't they? After that. And they put yeah. Sterling back up front in uh, on the left hand side. Yeah, they were really struggling. Some balls coming in towards the say the back post over to where Sterling and who was on that side with him, uh, Chalaba. Mm. Uh, and they, they, they were overloading on that side and they were really struggling, hence why the double change at half time. Um but yeah, without Reese James, it looks like most of the attacking um most of the attacking probably come down that left hand side with Chilwell. Um, so he's definitely one he's probably lowly owned one to keep an eye on um, yeah big at the back I think with the amount of midfield options though that are starting to show their hands as well so if you, if you look if you've got the big three up top and then it'd be hard not to have four midfielders with like the likes of obviously Saka now we know he's on penalties so he's a really good option now Mason Mount uh, playing well at Chelsea uh, that free kick were beautiful he takes corners. He, he he's on a lot of set pieces. So, and then you've got Foden, De Bruyne, Bowen, um, obviously on penalties at um, at West Ham. There's a lot of good options to to to, uh, to drop to a back four. But I do think uh, coupling up maybe a two and a two from two clubs might be the way to go, um, and keeping. 3-4-3. Three, three. I think I've dropped to 3-4-3 three, three in possibly every team, most of my teams anyway, from off, off the uh, top of my head. But yeah, it's definitely... Um, we, we said that, that it would take it could take a few weeks, but these clean sheets, is that three, four in a row for Chelsea now? Four in a row, yeah. Four in a row. So, I mean, the Chelsea train with her, the value with her as well in the defence. Uh, Chalabar only added to that value by... 
obviously with the injury to Fafada, who was cheap himself. Um, yeah, there's some really good options at the back. Not worried about rotation at the back so much now with Chelsea. Do you think Chalabar's going to uh, get plenty of minutes? I think he, I think he should do. I mean, he shows how good he is when he gets the minutes. Yeah, um, he's a very, very, very good player. <laughs> if they're playing a back five with three centre halves, there is no reason he should be in in that team. Got a few um, goals last year, didn't he? Um, we, it, I think he, when he came into the side, I think he got two. Scored two games on the yeah. trot, if I remember rightly. Yeah, he did. Um, that one like a 30-yarder. I'm not sure if um, Potter's given him the license to do that. So that's mm. what... But we're certainly one to watch. Um, yeah, could be a good option. Definitely. Definitely. There's some good value around. And obviously, if Liverpool... If it isn't a false dawn, Liverpool get their act together. I thought Rob had a decent game at the weekend. A good option again. What's he at now? Is he at 4.3, is he? 4.4. 4.4. I mean, we know when Robertson's on fire, that's still a good price for him. Mm. So, just watching. He's not, watching scored, Mitch. he's not scored more than seven points yet this season, though. But, yeah, like no. I say, when if he gets he, going. Yeah, if he picks it up, he's one to keep an eye on, definitely. Um, yeah. Right, Matt Woolley. City, Liverpool and both United seeming seemingly are pretty much through in Europe, but, but they've not secured top spots or the draw seedings yet. Spurs, Chelsea, Arsenal have a bit more work to do. Should we be particularly bothered about that, even if, even if it comes to remaining October transfers? Ben? Uh, I wouldn't worry too much about it. Um Really, um, like obviously your main men like your Harlands, KDB, Foden might get rested in the Champions League with City being pretty much through. Well, they're through, but they ain't nailed the uh, top place yet because they've got to, got to get a draw, I think, against Dortmund. But yeah, um, so players like that. Uh, Liverpool still fighting for first place in their group. So... Uh, Salah should should be still playing, but like uh, they only need a point to qualify. So if they get a draw against Ajax, they're through. Um, but yeah, Chelsea, Chelsea need ten points and other teams to draw, so they're still going to be going strong. So still, yeah. I think yeah, Spurs need to win, Arsenal need a win, and. Um, that make that'll make them twelve points. So they don't well depend on the other result, but yeah. They're rotating anyway, aren't they, Arsenal? Yeah. We know that. Yeah. The only team like West Ham. So like the reason I've kept Emerson Palmieri in my team because I think he'll get Europa conference minutes now because he's not first choice left back and he does play he can play on the left wing as well. So he's getting minutes in the league and in uh, Europa. So you probably end up we, obviously, we've see, seen they play Ariola, and they probably have like Antonio and Lanzini playing in Europa. Uh, Man United's been playing pretty strong in Europe as well, so yeah. I don't worry too much about it really. They've all, they've all got they all still need points at the moment to like win their groups. Yeah, James, I think Ben's now that one really. I mean. 
like yeah. you're saying, uh, the fringe, there might be an opportunity rather than worrying about it. There might be an opportunity to look at some some of the fringe players, like Ben mm-hmm. said, with with Emerson, because um, they might get more minutes when when uh, when these sides are qualified. So you know there might be some some little gems in there that you can pick out, particularly if they're playing like a really weak you know, playing opposition that's far below them. Yeah. Um it might be you could you might get some decent hauls out of some of the more fringe players like Tony you brought in Fiera didn't you? Um, yeah. He's going to I can't see I think he'll continue to get minutes in the Europa in the in the Papa yeah. John's Europa conference or whatever it is. Um <laughs> yeah. And he's done well for you, hasn't he? Um yeah, but he's not he he's not playing in the in the league. Um so but he might do. So, you know, you're sort of giving yourself an option there, aren't you? Um, so there can be some value to be found. So it's not, there's, there might be an opportunity there, not just a concern, I think. Time for Mares? Could be time for Mares, Ben. Ooh. Yeah, he's looking a bit, he's getting a few more minutes, isn't he? Yeah. Was he still on pens, though, if Harlan's not on the pitch? <laughs> he I think he'll one, be on he? pens if, if Harlan's not on pitch, unless Gundogan might go and take him because he takes him for Germany, doesn't he? Oh, does he? Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, good point. Yeah, he has took a few for City in his time, hasn't he, Gundo? He didn't do it when I had him as uh, my differential pick. Oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you covered that well, both his. Yeah, I need to add to that, really. Um, right. Ungu. Do you have goals with regards to growing the Discord and podcast? Do you want to answer that one, James? Yeah. Um, yeah, we're always looking to uh, expand the Discord and grow the Patreon. We're constant, uh, me, Ben and Tony, we're, we, we, we speak to each other pretty much every day of the year, even on Christmas Day. I think yeah. sometimes we're messing, you know, times <laughs> like that. We're constantly bouncing ideas around on how we can improve things. Um, we can't share anything at the moment, um, but as a Patreon member, you'll be the first to hear about it. Um, if we decide to make any changes or bring in anything, anything new. Yep. Cheers. <clears throat> right onwards, Dream Team Professor. Um, if any of you did take Sal out, have you seen enough to bring him back in after the Rangers and City goals? It looks like Trent and Robertson are both back fit too. How long do you think they are? How long till you think they are back on the menu? Fixtures look good up until Napoli and Spurs. What do you reckon, James? Yeah, I, I took I took him out of quite a few sides for the likes of you know Foden and uh, KDB. Um, I'm keeping a close eye on on this now because, as I mentioned earlier, Salah played more centrally against City and it worked. Um, and if he continues like like we saw last season when Mane switched to number nine, I can kick him myself because I missed that opportunity. Mm, yeah. um, I know FF Stuff made that move, and that's one of the things that propelled him up the league. Um, so I'm thinking I'm not going to make that mistake again. If Salah plays centrally again, I think I would definitely. And it, and it works, of course. You know, if, if he plays yeah. well there, um, I think that would be. It could be time to to get him back in. Um, so yeah, we've got Forest next week. Ajax um, week after. Is, 
Leeds at home. Then Napoli. I'd, Napoli are looking amazing. They absolutely tore us a new one when we played them away. Um, but we owe them one. And we need, if we've got any designs on getting that top spot, we have to beat Napoli. Um, and then it spurs away at the start of no start of November. So mixed fixtures, I'd say. A couple of short-term good ones. And then it gets a bit tougher. Leeds don't look like a pushover, but it is a home game. So um, definitely time to have a look at what, how, what happens against West Ham. Um, if Salah's in that central role does well, then uh, it could be time to bring him back. Yeah. Ben? Definitely. He's uh, wetting wet the appetite. <clears throat> We've been playing as a central forward now instead of out on the on the right wing. And obviously he's got penalties. Um, and those fixtures short term are looking really nice. Definitely uh, looking to get him back in somehow. <laughs> I've put the money into Foden. <laughs> be like you just said, Cancelo. Bringing Cancelo into all my teams. So it's going to be hard. It's like you're juggling act, isn't it? Trying yeah. to get them all in. It's just the, yeah. so much expensive, so many expensive players in the game this year. It's hard to, to get them all in at the same time, which is great. Yeah. That's it. Keeps it mixed up a bit. Um, do you know what? I took him out quite early and in some teams didn't start with him. I remember my podcast team, I didn't have Salah. I, I think I started with Trent and Robertson hoping they'd cover Salah. Um, in the end, he didn't need any of them because Liverpool started so badly. Um, so yeah, it probably played into my favour the fact I didn't have Salah. Um, but he's definitely, he's on the watch list now. He's He's... As, as James says as well, playing a bit, a bit more centrally, which might freshen him up a little bit because I'm not, I don't want to say he's a one-trick pony, because he's definitely not. He's a very, very, very good. And he does, he was, was he getting to a point where people knew how to defend against him? That's what you always ask when someone has a quiet period. Have they sussed Sal out? And I think you were getting frustrated. So I reckon a move to number nine or to, to more to the centre might refresh him, refresh the team. Could be a really good move for all parties. So definitely a one to watch. And yeah, I thought Robertson had a good game as I just touched on earlier. Definitely on the watch list. Trent, I mean, imagine if he starts playing Trent on a wide right. What, he moves Sal in the middle and put Trent wide right. That'd be interesting. I'd like to see that. Yeah, because um, I, I th- it, it would be interesting because... Yeah, he, when he plays, he's people are targeting him defensively, and it is yeah. so frustrating because he's going to get caught out. He does nap. He does get caught, either caught up yeah. the pitch or he loses concentration. Yeah, um, but you want him on the pitch though because of his attacking. Absolutely, passes. Yeah. He, he wants him there, but it's yeah. he can't afford to put him at right back. Yeah, we need to find a way to to play him. Yeah. I mean, we did it worked last season, and. You know, it, it, let's, let's not forget, you know, we, yeah, we, we, we have been very good defensively in the past. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, I think that's being targeted now as a weak spot. So we need to either play him further forward and someone behind or, I mean, what, what they Klopp tried to do the other day was get Jordan Henderson to uh, to come across. If Trent bombed up on the right, then... Henderson would drop in and, and slot sort of almost slot in it right back yeah. um, to cover him. I, I'm not sure that's the best way to do it. Um, it's still, 
still could be a bit vulnerable if we do that. Yeah. 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 Um, obviously, if you don't follow uh, Dream Team Professor on Twitter, do. It's at Dream Team Prof. He does do his, uh, his own um, little podcast um, where he goes over his views and stuff. So if you haven't checked that out already, give that a listen. Some real good stuff. Um, last question of the evening from Kian. Um, top three November transfer targets. What do you reckon, Jambo? What are we on, mate? Well, it's a bit early to be discussing it, really, but <laughs> there's a school of thought that should, that, no, that, that um, November transfers should be used for price rises right at the end of November because then mm-hmm. you you get unlimited transfers as soon as the World Cup starts. So if you can get on... We've discussed that a lot already, so I won't go into in any more detail on that. Um, West Ham looked to have the best fixtures in November. They start with Palace, and then they've got two of the worst sides in the football pyramid. Blackburn Rovers and Leicester. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's not very nice. Oh, you've had, you've had that one coming after the Liverpool the Liverpool bashing. <laughs> that one call for that. Um, City have got three home games in November: uh, Fulham, Chelsea, and Brentford. They're all. We know what City are like at home. Three home fixtures in. In November, the thing is, we've probably already got three. We've probably got our allocation of City, but they do have yeah. some tasty fixtures. I know Chelsea's not not an easy one, but they are three at home. Um, Everton have got Leicester, and then Bournemouth away twice because there's some cup games in here, of course. Um, not sure you'd want to go there though. Um, Chelsea have I just to because I've been looking at the fixtures. I'll just say Chelsea have got really tough fixtures in November. So I would be avoiding those. Um, they've got Arsenal at home, Man City away, Newcastle away. Um, so yeah. Thanks. Um, yeah. <laughs> Chelsea Choo choo. Yeah, I it might be derailed in uh, November. Um, yeah. um, what I would say is um, um, all our patrons should keep an eye out for Ben's November fixture ease article that will be covering all of the uh, teams with the best fixtures. Yeah. Ben? I think you covered it brilliantly there. Um, I've not got much anything to add to that. You've covered it. Um, I was going to say it was a bit too early to start looking at November anyway. But, um, <laughs> yeah. I, I don't just... think Kean's got any transfers left for this <laughs> month. So he's looking at his next quarter. Yeah. <laughs> well, looking at my podcast side, I've I've just wrote down three names that I want for the podcast side for November. Yeah. Kane, Salah, and Akanji. <laughs> <laughs> I've got I've got to do a bit of juggling, I think. I'll tell you, I'll tell you what we're looking at. Uh, the, uh, United play a double against Villa. Villa, Villa, and then Fulham yeah. in November. And Anthony, um, I'm not too sure how much he is. Four million, is he? Yeah, he's about four million. About four million. Uh, very attacking. Loves a shot. Um, scored a few already. He might be a, a decent little punt for them three games in the lead up to November. Uh, lead up to the World Cup. Just an option. Um, Dillard all look great. Um, United. They're looking better. They're getting there. I think maybe. 
not quite there. I think they've got the possibly the ability to put some teams to a sword. I reckon they could probably turn Villa over and Fulham. Um, interesting to see. But yeah, he's one who snuck onto a little bit of a list. Did you see that game on Thursday, uh, Man United against uh, Nicosia? And the goalkeepers saved about 12 shots. I seen the stats for something like that. They had about 30-odd shots, didn't they, until McTominay snuck one in at right at the death. Yeah. He got like a 9.8 rate in the goalkeeper. <laughs> <laughs> Unbelievable. Unbelievable. But yeah, yeah, just one who snuck on my list as well. Doherty, he's back on back on my little watch list. Um, cheap. Uh, he played quite well last couple of games, so... And he got a lot of Conte love at the end, at the end when he come off, didn't he? Yeah. And I want Edison in a few of my sides. Obviously, Kepa's doing a great job at the minute, but I do want to try and get across Edison, just so expensive. Do you know what I was going to say? Do you not think he's too expensive? Yeah, he is. If, banging the points in. I mean, yeah, at this moment in time, but them November games for Chelsea, yeah. Yeah. They might, they might be a bit tricky, them ones, for any clean sheets, but... If he puts in a performance like he did against Villa, there's nothing going past him, is he? So, yeah, that's about all. Hey, Tony, we haven't even discussed your best team yet. Oh, no, mate. Uh, you must be on cloud like nine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, ninth in the world, or the UK and Ireland, whichever. Well whichever done, mate. Well done. Be. We You're are not far off the top. No, but it's about 19 points off the top. We're going for it this year. Must be over the moon, but mate. It's after I promised that party for all patrons, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> promised the party, that's it. It's, uh, yeah, it's, it's going good. It's going good. Just uh, obviously the advice we give out on here, it's, it's going to be the same thing. Slow and steady, make the right decisions, keep ticking away. Hopefully we're in that position Similar position, uh, come the World Cup and then a refresh with a unlimited set of transfers. I noticed my my budget up there is quite high as well. Uh, amongst, I only looked at say the top fifteen twenty teams, but just had a a quick flick. But the budget's quite decent compared to others up there. I know there's there's some that are on like fifty six, fifty seven million, whereas mm-hmm. my budget's like sixty one and a half. I think mine's at. So yeah, it's um, definitely interesting. It's even got my missus watching football games. So that's when you know <laughs> there's there's something special happening. <laughs> so <laughs> she'll be asking for like for a new kitchen, like Fergie's missus. Oh yeah, she's already spending it in her head. I can tell. <laughs> I mean, she cheered the Foden goal. Um, obviously got disallowed, and then when Salah scored, she seen me fist pump, and I'm like, I'm happy about that. <laughs> She went, eh? Like, she walking at me like, you're a City fan, what are you on about? I'm not a City <laughs> fan, I don't, I'm not a City fan. Um, hmm. But yeah, I just said that's good. There's a few City blocks up there, so it were a, it were a decent decent goal, that's our goal, really. But yeah, it's, uh, it's, I think we've got a couple of lads in the uh, in the Discord, haven't we? Yeah. Up in the top 100, so I think that makes three, three maybe four of us up there, so... Aman's up there. Aman Tatler's up there as well, isn't he? Yeah, yes. Connor Tobin, five yeah. as well. Yeah. So yeah, it's been a good start. Good start for the group. Let's um, let's keep cooking. 
And talking of leagues and leaderboards, um, the Dream Team Tonic Cash League, game week 10 is the cash week as well. Um, I don't think I said that on the last pod, but this is the cash week. Uh, highest score this game week. as well, are you? Well, I won the first one on game week five, did I? <laughs> We're going to start thinking this is a fix. But, yeah. Um, so, the top ten, James, Dream Team Tonic Cash League. That's a fire away, mate. Yeah, so in 10th, we've got uh, Debbie Does Dallas um, by <laughs> Wayne Foster Crouch. <laughs> in uh, in ninth, we've got Tom Brindley. Oh, whoa, 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 hold on. The Cash League. We're, we're reading the wrong league out here. Oh, apologies. Sorry. Go on, mate. You're all right. Um, yeah, we so go again. <laughs> in, uh, in 10th, we've got uh, Graham Payne. In 9th, we've got Lee Hooper. Eighth, Andy Kirkham. Seventh, Leo Reed. Sixth, Harry Jones. Fifth, Leo Reed. Fourth, (laughs) Tom Brinley. Third, Lee Hooper. Second, Leo Reed. And at the top, Anthony Sutcliffe. Yes, in. Finally, put the right team in a in a mini league. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, happy days. Um, Flower pot man there. Nearly into the uh, to the bronze position. Flying. Flying eye as well. Another top player. Right, the DT Tonic Patron League. Top 10, Ben. Yep. Uh, in 10th place, Wayne Foster Crouch. 9th place, Tom Brinley. 8th place, Connor Tobin. 6th place, Stephen Chuke. Joint sixth place, Martin Bratley. Fifth place, Barry McCormack. Fourth place, Jake Bevan. Third place, Steve Broughton. Second, <laughs> Lee Ooting. And first, Brian Blackett. Snorting has been still up there, number one. Yeah. Six, six, six. Not a good sign, Brian. <laughs> um, yeah, fair play. Still flying high, Brian. Good stuff. Uh, quick update on the differential league. Um, the scores at the end of the last month. Uh, Ben's took the lead on 42 points. Uh, I'm in second with 38 points. The community's in third on 22 points. Fergie's on nine. And James, you're on eight points. And I know what you're going to tell me. <laughs> I'm on eight points, but I've got Gerald Bowen. He's doing reasonably well this month. Yeah, I, say. I think it's safe to say you won't be at the bottom, will you? I don't think so. Not at this rate. So um, come on, Bowen. If um, if Grealish keeps getting benched, then I think I'm going first to last <laughs> uh, over a month. But yeah, I must um, be so. doing all right with my pick, Thiago Silva. Yeah, can't be doing seats. far wrong with that one. You're fine, Ben. I think <clears throat> um, Fergie's broke Skamaka. I think he got 13 points last week, so it's not too. Yeah, he did. He did all right. Did all right. He's doing all right. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's just me. I'm the one with the shite pick. (laughs) Um, Yeah, that's all. um, That's all for tonight. A late one, special late episode. Um, Hope you've enjoyed it. Thanks everyone that's that's listening. If you're only listening on um, YouTube and you do want to get involved and get a bit more content uh, for the price of less than a coffee a month, you can sign up to our Patreon. At patreon.com forward slash dreamteamtonic. 
um, get involved, get involved with our Discord um, and all the other stuff we have on there. Um, take a look. If you haven't subscribed yet on YouTube, hit the subscribe, hit the like, um, hit the notification button as well so you're notified every time we put up a new pod. Um, cheers, guys! Thanks for uh, thanks for doing a late one. I'm off to Southampton now. Um, <laughs> cheers, Tony. And I will be speaking to you soon. Cheers, everyone. Thanks for listening. Take it easy.